Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. It's Foreign's the fiance. And we are back. We actually set up to record an hour like two hours ago. Yeah. Actually, yeah, (laughs) almost two hours ago. It's an hour an hour forty five minutes ago. This is the sub true substance of the relationship though. We talk like every day. Hmm? We talk like every day. Yeah, but I feel like the past weekend that we haven't spoken that much. Like life has been very busy. in hell Life. i've just come out of hell D- dante's <laughs> inferno i'm back welcome welcome back to thank to you Earth. yeah so but yes, yeah it's been we a had madness. a nice little catch up we it was lovely delightful yeah also what nails are we doing for your wedding i kind of want to do have you seen those ones where i wanted um... to suggest but i didn't want to be a bridezilla because my biggest thing is i don't want people showing up with funny funny nails Okay, let me tell you what I want and you can tell me what you think. Okay, so um, also, for anyone not interested who's bad vibes, you, I'm going to put... Can you suggest I'm, this to the other bridesmaids so I don't look like a bridesmaid? So just like, guys, oh I think you should God. do... Okay. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the timestamp of when the documentary actually starts so you can fast forward if you're bad vibes. Um, okay, so you know those nails, yeah? It's like um, the uh, almond shape, mm-hmm. yeah? And then it's like a nude colour on the base. Mm-hmm like a nude, like a pinky, like a normal thing, yeah? And then it has like the um, the, the French tip, mm. but it's not, it's like, I don't really like French tip, but it's like, it doesn't look like a bad French tip. It's just yeah. like a bit lighter on it. Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. What, how's that? Fine. As long as it's nude okay. and muted, I don't care. Guys, I'm so okay, sorry. Yeah. We just edited some really good tea, but yeah. No, okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> I wish you could all be in our friendship so you could hear everything. But unfortunately, you're not. You can't sit so One with day us. we'll get a Patreon and then you can. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> um, in the Patreon, we're just going to put all the unredacted. Yeah, that should just be... The whole Patreon should just be redacted shit. Like, <laughs> Just take out all the beeps and just be like, and this bitch, and that bitch, yeah, and this bitch, and these ends, bitch and those ends. And her shit wig. <laughs> So today we are covering hot coffee. Also, for anyone wondering if we still drink, I do, but I'm not drinking today. I'm drinking water because I'm trying to be a hydrated babe. So, yeah. yeah. I, if any of you have watched my 600 pound life, Dr. Now, yeah, he, um, he's the doctor that puts them on the weight loss, loss surgery, weight loss program before they do the surgery, right? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes when he weighs them, like, so if he puts you on your program and then you come back and you yeah. put on weight, like, he's like, what the fuck? So one time he put this lady oh, on the, wow. the program, right? And she put on weight. And she was like, no, like, I followed the program. And she was like, you, he was like, you cannot, for you to have put on this weight in three weeks, that you means can't you can't have. He was literally like, that means you ate this year's food and next year's food today. Ah. Is that how he talks to them? He can be really rude, right? But it's funny. Well, it's not. It's funny. It's funny. Actually, it's funny yeah, to it's you funny. because he's not talking to you. Yeah. So yeah. I want to say that within myself, I ate this year's food and next year's food in one sitting today. I can't even think of like anything that's calorific. I need to do like a fast. I'm talking about like the Jesus oh Christ God. kind of fast. Oh my 40 God. Days for, I, I need 40 days of not eating. I don't know how Jesus did that, but. Yeah, because he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. <sighs> Let the Holy Spirit descend upon me. So get you some Holy Spirit, girl. Fine. Um, so, so, yes. Also, I just want to point out that Florence is looking very scrumptious today. Am I? You are glowing like a glowing babe. Am I glowing? Yeah, you are, you are, you Trust are. Trust me, love it's, that not, for you. it's not a man that's... 
bringing this. He mentioned men. He mentioned. Them. I just want to say no. Do you know what some guy said to me? Say he was like, oh, um, so talking about age, and he was telling me something. He has his own business. Oh, how old are you? I was like, oh, I don't like talk about age. Um, he said that. Yeah, he was like, I'm pushing thirty. Yeah, and it's like, how old are you? He's like twenty six. I was like, hun fucking hard he said he's 26 and he's pushing 30 but then i said to my get it because after i turned when i turned 26 i felt really low because 21 it's like yeah you're young and you're fun 25 it's like yes girl drink it's cool anything past 25 it's a countdown to 30 like people are like, you need to get serious 30? nothing's bad about 30 but it's just the perception we all have of being 30 do you know what i think because i look like a small babe like i just don't I just don't feel it You probably like, feel something though because... My only thing is that like everyone is becoming a child bride and there's just bare teenage pregnancies around. So but other than don't that... Don't mind these people. Don't fucking Other than that, people. like I'm fine. And then so he said to me, yeah, so I was like, well, how old do you think I am? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, you look really youthful for your age. Like, I didn't say well, my, age, my age, but he said what's that. What's my age that I look and youthful I said to him, for? I said to him, you basically called me an old bitch. He was like, you, he, I was like, you called me haggard, raggedy, you like, told me that I'm old, but I look good for it. Literally, you said you said to me I look fifty, but a good fifty. You said menopausal. Literally, I said you told me I have one egg left, and he was like, <laughs> "No, that's not." Man, I'm just saying that you have a really youth and I was like, "You think you could have just told me I look really young?" Like exactly. What do you mean useful for? Why the- for my age? For my age? Well, what's for my age? Nah. But uh, on the plus side, a lot of people told me to say I look around 23, 24. Like, but why do you like, look oh, 23, 24? You don't look 23, 24. They're lying. Oh fuck off, me! Like. Fuck. Oh, remember that time I said you were bad vibes? And you look, you look, I'm not even trying to put ages out there, but you look like, I mean, okay, you're black in it, so we have to account for that. But these so, were black, it was a black event. Uh, at the same time, though, I feel like it's difficult to say to someone they look young for their age when you know them intimately. Yeah. Like in my head, I you don't just expect, look. yeah, I don't expect you to say to me I look young for my age because you know my age, you've seen me. Like grow. if I had never seen you, then I can make an accurate, exactly. not an accurate, but like a, a non biased. Ex- exactly. Yes. Like to me, you've just always been the age that you are. Yeah. That I am. Anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah. Literally. And what does, yeah, and also that. another thing, I had this conversation with my sister because she always tries to go on to me and people say this to me as well. Because a lot of people do say to me, I look a lot younger than my age. Yet. But what I, what I said to her was that like, what does 23, 24 look like now? Exactly. Because these yeah, kids yeah, nowadays. Look, what do I have that them men don't have? In fact, if anything, some of them look more, like, look older than me because older than us, yeah. Hair, nails, everything. Yeah, that, fillers, all the adult markers, Like, everyone carries themselves older exactly, anyway. Literally, because when we were younger, you could tell we were younger because we didn't have any markers of adult. And our eyebrows weren't done and shit. Literally. We're doing juicy control. Juicy control. Like, <laughs> <laughs> These men are carrying Gucci, this and that. So, like the event I went to today, people were walking up to me saying, "Oh, we're graduates," and I was like, "Oh, like if I saw you, like as in PhD, <laughs> fam." So yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of all people, this documentary. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, this documentary is called Hot Coffee. It's a HBO documentary. It's available on YouTube actually. If you want to watch it, mm. if you just type in Hot Coffee documentary, it will come up. I think it's called like Hot Doc Coffee Doc. 2011 i don't know anyway it came out in 2011, 2011 when i was but a babe was so old like when i was but a babe that's 11 years ago that's no, why it you know. seems like when you say 2011 i'm thinking oh yeah like, that was last, last year yeah but it literally was over a decade ago that's wild. And yeah. I was like, nah, fuck off. Fuck. And right then I was off. like, oh, maybe it's because it was on, maybe I was like, maybe it's because it's on YouTube, like the quality has been diminished a little bit, mm. but like low key. Even what they were wearing. That was a long time ago. You cannot actually tell me that 2011 was that long ago. Even the, the McDonald's. Quality, even no. the McDonald's, I was like, Fuck McDonald's off. don't look like that no more. Fuck off. This documentary was so strange. Like, I yeah, thought it we would be a bit more salacious. It was just almost a lecture. It was like watching a lecture on yeah. the American <laughs> judicial system. 
I was like, wait, Literally. did I go back to uni? Do you know what I need? And as much as I cast Netflix, yeah, I need Netflix, yeah, to take this story. The the because basically this documentary has like three, I think it's like three or four different cases, yeah, um, and it discusses them. So I need them to talk about the McDonald's one. Like I need Netflix to just do like a yeah, up to date version. Not in, Netflix in depth. though. Netflix always they they'll bring the the person's great great granddaughter. <laughs> now Netflix always does entirely too much. Even my sister was okay, saying maybe that. Okay, Hulu then. Yeah, my sister said the same thing. She was like, listen, Netflix, you know how they chat about things that don't. Need to be chatted about yeah they just want to try and get that an hour 45 minutes Literally, they really yeah. i don't know why they do that like oh there must be a reason what was the reason um okay so it starts off with a montage of clips from different shows news articles of the case of this lady who spilled coffee on herself and she sued mcdonald's like i'm sure you've heard of this case yeah? it has a seinfeld um skit in the beginning yes yeah, get in there and yeah. do you know what yeah i love seinfeld but um it always seinfeld always reminds me of wale's album uh there's an album Wale has, and if you're a true mm. Wale fan, please just remind me. I can't remember yet. Um, I think it's more about nothing. Yeah, I think it's called More About Nothing. Yeah, and basically that um album, he's sitting down with this the guy from Seinfeld, and like mm. they're talking, and like he has a like bits of the conversation like in oh, like in before the thing. And if you even listen to Matrimony, have you heard that song with Usher? If there's no. a question of my heart, you got it. it oh, don't belong yeah. To, yeah. Why does that sound familiar? Because you've heard it. singing improving. Look girl. at you, girl. Look so, in the beginning, yeah, there's this skit. You would have heard it when he's like, oh, marriage is like a roller coaster. Da, 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 da. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Seinfeld always That's from that, that conversation. And you know, I love Wale. So, he's still the yeah, one that know. got away. But yeah. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> but we had the but theory she, that if we met we would have been a thing you, even you agreed with that yeah I don't and recall. even Idris so, Elba what it, remember when we said Idris Elba like if me and Idris Elba met then we would have been a thing you would have got yeah we said the same thing about Wale I'll give you that child all his exes look like me he was looking for me in every woman I don't know what I'm every woman what he's doing with <laughs> Sabrina mate like she supports her man so no so you want to be interested and he will start rapping is that Wait, what you wanted um so yeah most people know about this i yeah. don't know where i edited some stuff out i don't know if this is if this tracks, if, stuff. This, if this lined up but we're back now yeah <laughs> we're talking about the fact that <laughs> sign up to the patreon um we're talking about the fact that um basically the case of this lady spilled coffee on herself she sues mcdonald's and basically bare people just taking the piss like there's just examples of loads of like seemingly frivolous lawsuits and people giving their opinions on the case and like this goes off for like three minutes and mm. i'm like bro like when is this documentary going to start but had you heard about this story before yeah what did you hear about it that she spilled coffee in herself and she sued mcdonald's okay so i heard yeah that she that she was this fat woman who and nothing wrong with being fat but you know the way like people talk right yeah especially because i think it happened when i was in primary school that she was just this fat woman and she was looking for money because she was on benefits so she opened the coffee drank it and do you know what i mean but it was just interesting the media because is the media the is devil. literally ruthless like none of that was accurate and, and we are sheep because literally people because literally in that montage thing yeah they're interviewing people on the street like oh what have you heard and they're all like oh she's so dumb like she she's the one who spilled it and yeah. like oh how can she sue mcdonald's blah 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 but when you actually hear what happened it's like actually this makes a lot of sense even doctors were like oh if we had known this then exactly so we're in albuquerque new mexico uh it's giving very much breaking bad vibes mm. was it albuquerque they were in it isn't it i don't know it's the, the vibes look the same though 
Okay. So we meet Nancy Tiano, who is the daughter of Stella Liebeck, who is the person this case is about, right? So Stella is the lady who spilled coffee, right? So this documentary is split into sections. They call them exhibits. I think they're just trying to be like, ooh, law vibes, but okay. So exhibit one is called the Public Relations Campaign. And we get on-screen text that says Stella Liebeck versus McDonald's. So Stella actually signed an NDA, so she can't speak on what happened. But her daughter Judy but she's also and Judy's dead. husband Chuck are like... I signed no such thing. Here's what the fuck happened. Yeah. What'd you say? I said she's also dead. What, Stella? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, she she wasn't dead at the time. Oh, was... I thought you meant in terms of being on the documentary. No, no, so no. They're no, not no. going to dig her up for this. All, like, after the oh, yeah, yeah, ruling yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah, RIP Stella, man. Come on. So, Judy's here to set us straight because everyone thinks that Stella. So, there's various, like, you know, uh, versions of the story, like yeah. what Foren said, but everyone kind of thinks she was driving, she spilled her coffee, and then she sued McDonald's, like, trying to just get a quick buck. Yeah. The truth is, she wasn't driving. She was actually in a passenger seat, and they were in the parking lot in her grandson Christopher's car. So, we hear Stella's account of what happened. So, basically, they're in the car. She's got the cup between her legs, and she's trying to take the top off to put milk and sugar in. And the in. car was stagged. Yeah, they weren't moving. Oh, you know it was, the word, it was yeah. uh, stationary. Yeah, stationary. I was going to say stagnant. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is it water? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so she, like what anybody would do, you open up the coffee, you put the tea and sugar in, the tea, the milk and sugar in, and then you the tea close it, yeah. <laughs> Fam, you know I don't drink hot drinks. So um, it toppled over her and it burned her, right? And oh. so everyone's kind of like trying to clown her, but then whoever's interviewing these street people, yeah, shows them, Stella's actual burns yeah and everyone is fucking shocked and they're all just like oh fuck like that's wild yeah and we see really done without the seeing pictures. it i could have done without. we see i'm gonna put them on instagram okay what i'll do is i'll put like a cover photo of something else so that you don't just like ah shock and see it yeah maybe i'll put like a couple and then i'll put it at the end so if you want to see the burns you can go on instagram and see them but they are fucking brutal horrendous like they are really bad i've never seen is. anything like that in my life but like Stella, I don't know if it's worse because she's like an old lady and her th- her skin is probably really thin. Yeah, like, and then she just has a lot of muscle, but it just was really disturbing to see. It was really like trigger warning. If you want to go on Instagram and look, you can. But like we told you, do you know what I mean? So um, everyone's shocked, their views change, and it's mad. Like they said that she was burned so severely that they didn't think she was going to live, which is wild. That is crazy. Now. This actually whole this whole lawsuit started out with them basically saying to McDonald's, "Hey, can you pay for the surgery? Because I mean, it's your coffee. It was hella hot, and she needed hella skin grafts. Yeah, which is not a small surgery. So mm-hmm. they also say, look, on top of that, you guys need to sort out your machines because clearly something's malfunctioned if they're that hot. And if they haven't malfunctioned, and this is your policy, then you need to change your policy because this shouldn't happen to anyone else. Guess what McDonald's fucking offer her? They offer her, yeah. Guess in your head." think of a number okay that number yeah is eight hundred dollars and the medical surgeries and everything cost ten thousand dollars like are you all right this is what i'm saying i get it now because i'm just like all i'm saying to you is hey please just cover the cost so we're not out of pocket i'm not trying to get any more money yeah that's all that's all we asked for and we asked you to change your policy so this doesn't happen again and you were like oh fuck you here's eight hundred dollars are you all right so this is when it starts to feel like a lecture yeah because we learn a bit about like the branches of government the only reason this is relevant is because of the judiciary branch so there's legislative executive judiciary is the only one they say that's not dominated by money or politics because you can't whine or dine jurors although you can bribe them but then like that's against the law i wish someone would have bribed me and actually no no absolutely not absolutely not not. in that case not the case i had but i wish someone would bribe me on some other case if it was like a fender bender 
not even a, all these corporate. I was gonna say corporate corporations. <laughs> all these corporate corporations. I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, but you know, if you haven't listened to that uh, credits episode, I think it's called um, Jury D or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, where Florence has like an actual mad case and yeah. she like just talks about it and it, yeah, it's very they wild. Arrest me for doing a podcast on that. No, they wouldn't. But no, I wish one of these corporations I'd be on the case and then they would just bribe me, man. Oh God. Yeah, honestly, oh. you can buy my vote. So we meet Ken Wagner, who's Stella's lawyer, and we meet this other guy called David Arredondo, who's her surgeon, yeah? Mm. And he says to us, like, if a liquid is over 100 degrees um, and is in contact with your skin for more than a few seconds, it can lead to third degree or full thickness burns, which is fucking fucked, yeah. Okay, well, R.I.P. Stella. So there had been 700 complaints, yeah, about McDonald's hot drinks before this happened to Stella. 700, yeah. So when confronted with this, <laughs> you see the tape, the McDonald's representative is like, oh, 700, wow, like I'm glad it's not higher than that. Like it's good that it's it's not higher than 700. And I was like, bro, like, are you, what the fuck are, are you talking okay about? Or are you all right? Like, are you okay or are you all right? Like literally, very mad. Um, and he's not actually here in the documentary. I think it's like a video of a deposition or something, fine. So the jurors have to like vote about all of this and they kind of like, look, 20% of it was Stella's fault because she spilled the coffee, but 80% of it was McDonald's fault because they knew- I wouldn't have given her 20% of the fault. Yeah, it's like people spill, it's like, okay, in fact, let's even say it's 40% her fault because why did she buy coffee in the first place? Exactly. In fact, it's 50% her fault because why did she put the milk and the thing in it? Do you know what it's I mean? Crazy, like, yeah. It's like, why is that even her fault? But anyway, so this results in Stella Liebeck being awarded $160,000 in compensatory damages and then $2.7 million in punitive damages, which is like, wow, what a win. The punitive damages are basically like, oh, to punish the company, yeah? Mm. But the judge reduces this from $2.7 million to $480,000. Which is very bad vibes. Like, I'm sorry, like I get it's a lot of money, yeah, but like, I li- if you see those pictures, yeah, yeah, it's not enough. If she was like, you know, it's a fucking piss tape. What if she was a stripper? You're taking her- exactly. If that was my livelihood, yeah. exactly. If my exactly. Exactly. My livelihood. It's crazy. Exactly. Crazy. Wild. So on screen text tells us that they settle for an undisclosed amount. Fine. Anyway, the aftermath is really wild and people kind of use this as a case to be like, oh, Stella's trying to exploit the system. We need to do this whole thing called tort reform, which is basically saying like, oh, you know, like torts is doing harm. The tort reform is like, oh, basically people can't use frivolous lawsuits to claim when harm has been done to them. Mm. Like in Stella's case, right? Um... And so there's this whole section on that. There's this guy, yeah. I wrote his name down. His name is Alex Winslow. He's the executive director of Texas Watch. And he's just a bit confused. I don't think that the term, I'm not going to say it. I, I just, I, I won't say the word tort reform, the frame, that phrase, because um, I don't think that it uh, is an accurate representation of what's really going on. So he's basically like, oh, like, I'm not going to say the phrase tort reform. But he says tort reform. Like anyway, he's just very confused, and it's like, okay, he's not on board with tort reform. Which I mean, he's a good guy in the grand scheme yeah. of things. I think I got very confused. So also, there's this story about this guy who. Okay, I'm gonna say the story, and you let me know what you think about it. Yeah, before I tell you more about the story. Okay, so in your mind, in your car, at work, whatever, you form your opinion. Yeah. So yeah. there's this guy in California. He's using this phone booth, right, to make a call. He sees this car coming towards him, um, and it hits him right and he like honestly like it sounds kind of like funny but it's actually not because he's very injured like he loses his leg as a result of this yeah Mm. anyway so he doesn't sue the driver 
he sues the phone booth company mm-hmm. and everyone's like what the fuck like would you not sue the driver like what's the fo- like what's the phone booth company got to do with it yeah however it turns out that this phone booth is in a very dangerous place like cars have hit it bare times before and that door hadn't been repaired properly so when he saw the car coming towards him he was trying to get out but the door was stuck and he couldn't get out so in that situation see the fucking phone booth company thank you very much and it's like he deserves like even his medical bills like alone in that america like he deserves compensation and also loss of earnings like he's not going to be able to work in the same way he may not be able to work in the same way he's going to have to like amend his house or get help yeah he has to he got one leg amputated yeah yeah like it's crazy so um you get all these campaigns against like what they call law abuse and they're basically acting like bare citizens came together and did all this stuff for forensics rolling her eyes but really it's just pr companies started this because they just didn't want companies to have to pay out for shit like this yeah um and so yeah then it gets all political about putting a cap so george bush is basically like oh yeah let's put a cap on punitive damages punitive damages like we said are the ones that like punish big companies yeah the president is like mm. all right cool we're putting a cap on that but the previous president i think bill clinton he's a i did not have sexual relations with that woman one in it yeah democrat yeah he yeah he didn't agree with that so then when george bush came into power he was like yeah fuck that shit we're putting caps and everything is just political really because mm. like why anyway episode episode two you know exhibit two we talk about the cap on damages. So we have this case um, of Colin Gurley, which is, or Gawley, which is really, really sad. They live in Omaha, Nebraska, and Lisa and Mike are his parents. So the story goes that Lisa was 36 weeks pregnant and she had twins, right? Twin boys. She has a doctor's appointment, but the day before she clocks that the babies aren't really moving around very much. And it's so funny because I saw a TikTok on this recently and they were like, look, like if you're pregnant and your babies are moving and then one day they're not, like don't even hesitate, like don't, Mm. do you know what i mean like don't stop like go to your doctor and get it checked out anyway she's kind of like oh i've got an appointment tomorrow anyway so i'm gonna go and um i'll just let them know when i see them right Mm. so the doctor listens to the heartbeats and she's like oh yeah no everything's fine um and the on-screen text tells us that the doctor thought that she had two placentas instead of one and i was like okay what the fuck does that even mean but we find out that this is important because if there's only one placenta that makes it a high-risk pregnancy and mm. um, which means that more tests should have been done that day right mm. so what what she said what what was happening was called twin to twin transfusion syndrome so basically one twin starts getting all the nutrients and the other twin doesn't get anything mm so baby stop stop moving they're still not moving after all of this so she goes to see a different doctor and one of the babies the heartbeat is really 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 slow like Mm. almost like it's not beating so she has an emergency c-section literally she gets to the doctor's office within 10 minutes she has a c-section and it turns out that one of the twins suffers severe brain damage and one is absolutely fine even though they're born at the same time so you kind of think like oh my god that's so sad like it's unfortunate but how is the doctor supposed to know blah 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 now, this doctor had been sued twice before for malpractice. Get the fuck out. Twice before. When okay, did it wasn't baby. Medic- medical license, like, revoked? Where did you buy it? Like, it wasn't to do with the babies or other stuff, but, like, literally twice before. And it's like, if you had known that, maybe then you might have, like, reconsidered. And also, the thing, the saddest part about this is that Lisa, the mum, is, like, blaming herself. She's like, oh, like, why didn't I insist? I should have insisted mm. on more tests. And this is why it's just really sad because it's like, fam, you are not a qualified doctor. Like, yeah, you are not so to know. Yeah, so if you're being told by a doctor that it's all good, how would you know that it's not all good? Exactly. I 100% believe in advocating in advocating for yourself as a patient, yeah? yeah. But, like, if you don't know what you're advocating for, then How what are you going to... How you going to do it, yeah? Exactly. 
exactly. So Colin's family get $5.6 million in damages because of his brain injury, right? But because of the cap on damages, which the jury that awarded them this money doesn't know about, it gets reduced to only $1.25 million. And I know you're thinking like, oh my God, that's a lot of money, yeah? But it's actually not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. He is what, maybe in his teens, he has a whole life left to live. Like, he ha- he's not going to be able to like, you know, get a job or do earn his own money, that sort of thing. And they had estimated and- that it would take $6 million to look after him, like till exactly you know whatever so that 1.25 is not going to take him anywhere especially after you pay legal fees exactly and his parents are kind of like okay well if anything happens to us then what the fuck's going to happen to yeah to colin yeah and even to the other twin that like kind of survived it's like okay who do you know what i mean like mm. crazy so our talking head says it's not just an economic need there are moral issues involved here and what a cap does is it relieves the wrongdoer often a company or a healthcare provider of the responsibility they have for the damage that they caused. It's like big pharma or big whatever, like it's all about capitalism and making money. And like all these laws and rules and everything just um, are made to serve that whole agenda. So now we're on exhibit three, judicial elections. And so this is about this prosecutor called Oliver Diaz. And like everything in me wants to say Diaz, but they call him Diaz and he says Diaz himself. He's trying to distance himself from that Mexicanness. Literally, it's like even though I'm doing my Duolingo Spanish and like it's tell- everything in me is screaming Diaz, it's he telling me Diaz. Diaz. So I'm gonna say Diaz. Uh, we're in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, I'm gonna call him Oliver because Diaz just doesn't sit right with me. Oliver is a former justice of the Mississippi Supreme Court. I didn't realize that there was like a Supreme Court in every single fucking state. Okay, I'm happy. Is I'm there? not stupid. I thought there was just one. I thought there was just one. The, the one Supreme, where Ruth like, was part of. I didn't know there was yeah. many, many. What makes her so that. special? Explain. Is it because it's in, is it in Washington? Maybe, bro. I I said you know what? I'm an ignorant bitch. But then also I was like, I'm not American, so that's like, none of my fine. business. None of my business. I think they make mm-hmm. this shit so complex, yeah, to just deter people from doing. But it. then our system isn't that clear cut either. So I don't know, man. So if, uh, why can't we all just fight to the death and whoever why wins can't we all just rules, get along and then that's it and then we just leave it at that like it makes it easy all this pm and this and that and cabinet and and the senate and, and, the, and the senate and the, cabinet and the electoral and the... colleges and bro like it's too much but i think they do this so that you don't really understand the system so when you're voting you don't even know what you're voting yeah, for exactly. and then you don't even realize you don't realize and then it's like oh like even like here all this constituency and my learned friend i mean that's a legal term but yeah i think they do it just so you don't know what the fuck is going on everything's confusing yeah <laughs> and then next thing and you have fucking boris johnson and his windswept hair and that guy with a wig like sitting in parliament Fab- michael fabricant listen they literally just they, they give you a vote so it seems like you're doing something you're not doing anything it's Dude, like you know when you're all, like playing playstation or whatever yeah with a child they're like their remote their controller's not plugged in and they're just yeah. like feeling like they're playing and doing something that's us yeah. that's us we're doing fuck that's all us. mate we're doing fuck all and they're just playing like monopoly with the the like current state of financial affairs mate oh god god said they don't us. go to jail mate so yeah, apparently there's bare Supreme Courts. Uh, Oliver was former justice of the Mississippi one. Do you think there, there's rankings? There must be rankings. Like, there must be like some like That's in the I judge said, world. Yeah, they're there like must oh be. Mississippi. Yeesh, okay. Because why did we hear so much about um, that Ruth babe being? It must be rank. There must be rankings. No, nah, let me check what she's I know, on. Pe- I know people. R.I.P. Rolling in their gray little grace. I know people are just rolling in their cars, listening to us being so like ignorant. ignorant. Yeah. 
Listen, I'm learning something new today. So, um, where am I now? Oh, yeah. Well. So, Oliver, yeah, his whole situation is that, like, he's a good guy, but he is up against, like, big pharma. It's not pharma, but do you know what I mean? Big companies. Yeah. He's trying to run for a campaign to be someone, and then they have bare ad space, and they, and they like, trash his name and stuff, and mm. then he wins anyway. Especially just telling you that these seats can be bought. That's the point basically, of the whole thing. Basically. That they can be maximized in two sentences. And this is why there's two girls and one dog. Yeah. So exhibit four, mandatory arbitration. This one I thought was kind of fucked. Yeah, it was um, fucked. This one I was like, I was zoning out, zoning out. And then when this happened, I was like, whoa. We just fuck, went from yeah. zero to like 100 real quick. Like real quick with no warning. So we're talking about Jamie Lee Jones versus Halliburton, which is a company to do with that like, water. It's stuff, difficult for me to like anyone called Jamie Lee though. Well, because of Curtis? No, because of Jamie Lee and Spares. Oh, but Jamie Lee, though. Oh, okay. Sorry, I take that back then. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's fine, man. She's been through a lot, this girl. Yeah. No. So we're in Houston, Texas. So Jamie works for this company called Halliburton. And so she signs a contract to join the company, which is kind of like the army, kind of, mm. from what I gathered. She's 19, yeah. Um, And so in her contract, it says that you give up the right to arbitrate against your employer. No, and it's like, non-arbitration. So you give up the right to take them to court, but you oh. have to arbitrate. Thank you so much. You give up the right to go to court. You have to arbitrate, which means that like you can't go to court and be like, hey, help me out. Mm. You have to basically like do it all in-house secretly, privately. And obviously the company's going to win because all the arbitration stuff is all in-house. And like they are, in- the arbitrators are hired by the companies. And so obviously if they arbitrate or decide against the company, they're going to be blacklisted. Yeah. Whatever. And they use the com- the company uses them more and you're just one you. So they're always, always going to side with the company. Exactly. And apparently there's so, a pair of these. So this is just like, it reminds me of when Michael did that negotiation day in his office and he was like, win, 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 lose. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And he was going to solve everybody's problems, but he just caused more of a mess. <laughs> yeah, but story of his life though. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so what happens, and guys, trigger warning, everything, yeah. She is deployed to iraq and my aunt, before we go there my understanding is these companies are the people who like provide care for the soldiers i.e like food and stuff like that mm-hmm. so that's why she was deployed to iraq because i was a bit confused i was like oh like are you a soldier so then yeah. i understood okay yeah thank you because i was still confused i was like yeah because no, obviously know. you don't think about it but they have to eat and people go there yeah it's true i guess yeah that's true i guess um so she's supposed to be in women's accommodation yeah and they told her that she was going to be, but they didn't. They put her in men's accommodation, which is disturbing enough, yeah. Yeah. But like, just hella men. I think she's literally that she's the only woman in mm. the whole ends, yeah. So she complains. She gets an email back saying that you know she'll get over it. Basically, like it's not that deep, yeah. She gets catcalled, which is bad enough. But then once one time she's drugged, she's raped, she's severely beaten, and she has bare bruises on her wrist. She's like bleeding between her legs, like she's been gang raped. Like she had to have reconstructive surgery because she has significant vaginal and anal tears. Like this is a fucking brutal attack. This savage, to her, yeah. yeah, literally. And then she goes back into her room, and one of the guys who did this to her is still there. Like no fear, no shame. Like literally, just still there, like taunting her fucked they do a rape kit just chilling they do a rape kit and they give it to the security and then magically some parts of the rape kit disappear so it can't be used for anything right and then she gets held there in a a shipping container for ages she's 
it's kind of like fast forwarded, but basically she's able to make a phone call and she calls her dad and her dad calls the congressman. And so that's how people start to know about it. Mm. And they basically say to her, listen, if you want to stay, stay. But if you want to quit, quit. Like you can't file a criminal case anyway because mm. of the mandatory arbitration in your contract. Um, So she tries to file a, crim- a criminal case for some reason, can't do it. Tries to file a civil one and she can't do that. So she's kind of just like, oh, like fuck. And also with the arbitration thing, if you lose, you can't appeal. Like it just is what it is, yeah. Mm. and also means there's no public record of what's happened but jamie finds out mm. that like this has happened to other women before and apparently yeah. she's like gets a court date for june 2011 which was mm. ages ago because that's when this documentary was ages ago i don't know mm. the outcome of that so all right so i've just googled the case yeah it says so we said that she went to um to court she got her case the jury mm. returned a verdict that rejected all of jones's claims finding that the sex between jones and the employee was consensual and therefore no rape had occurred who, and that KBR didn't... who consents what? to being raped so brutally yeah and she couldn't like she was drugged as well america's wayward man Nah. That's going to mess her up. That's just really Sam, in a subsequent ruling, the court held Jones liable for the company's court cost of 145000 But also determined that the case was not frivolous and therefore she was not liable. Do you know what? This is enough to make somebody go crazy. Yeah. This is enough to make someone go mad. Yeah. That is, that's ridiculous. Um... So, yeah, the documentary is coming to an end now and they're just talking about how important it is to hold perpetrators accountable. So basically these big companies and these big businesses, and I agree with that, right? So Talking Head explains how difficult it is to go to court. Like, it's actually not easy to go to court. Like, it, you, you, it costs money. It's very stressful. You can be put in the, in the media uh, and then you don't want to be that kind of thing. But also you're winning a case for other people as well as getting justice for yourself, yeah. which is good. So On Screen Text tells us Stella Liebeck never regained the strength and energy she had before the burns. She passed away in 2004 at age 91 she had a good run um mcdonald's is also holding their holding temperature for their coffee is now 10 degrees lower than it was which takes it under the 100 degrees which can lead to such significant burns so now it's time for the real crime i think was the beard our segment where we focus on something during the documentary that may not be criminal but we definitely consider to be a crime have you got one yeah, I don't know if you remember this bit. They were asking some people that looked like judges, like some questions as they were going into mm-hmm. the ones that were sitting on the floor. Sitting on the floor, outside. No, not them. Okay, never mind. No, and there was this black guy with a bow tie, and he was just saying that uh, he doesn't believe in tall law. I was like, "You fucking coon!" That was the crime. Yeah, fam. Yeah, I forgot to mention him. Yeah, in fact, he's even mine. Yeah, bow honestly, tie, and then, and then and Jolly was he wasn't he wasn't a judge. He was a lawyer because yeah. they were like to talk about tort reform and then they were like to him um oh like what do you think about it and he was like, oh yeah no i'm against it um he's for it so basically he's against like the people the good he's bad basically and they were like oh what do you do and he was like, i'm a lawyer and they were like oh like who for and he was all like, oh, in-house and like not wanting to say and he was all like, oh, in-house for who and then it was like some major company and it was he like oh obviously yeah, looks like the nutty professor that's his no, yeah, his glasses his glasses were like yeah and it's the yeah, same, like, small head about. and then bow tie but, yeah, yeah. That was my crime. Black people need yeah. to do better. I'm going to jump on that one because I couldn't think of one. Yeah. But yeah, so... I think uh, we've surmised it pretty well. I mean, in, if we're in the mood for a lecture on American, the American Jesus There was a system, lot that we didn't include. Yeah, then you can watch it. But if that's not your vibe, then we've given you the, the tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally, we've given you the tea. Like, that's that's the juicy bits of it. Yeah, literally, those are the bits that matter. Yeah. 
So next we're doing a credits. Yes. So there's no we're doing trailer. A Did you listen to my voice note about covering a case? Are yes, I am on that. I'm on that case okay. if there's enough information. Okay, cool. You can send What me. case are we talking about? It's going to be a surprise. Surprise, motherfuckers. Surprise, motherfucker. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, you can listen to us. Oh, well, you can, you just listened to us, actually. So thank you. If you're here still, can you please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, please. wherever you can? Just so that people can find us and enjoy us. Like, don't don't gatekeep. Do you know what I mean? Don't don't be mm-hmm. that guy. Like just share. Sure. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Two girls one doc on TikTok. It's two girls one doc podcast. Um, we've got bear videos on there. Peter yeah. and the cat. And then um, that's it. Then I think is there anything else you'd like to add, beloved? No. No, I'm so hungry. I need to go and eat. Yeah, me too. All right, then. Till next time. No trailer because it's the credits. But, um. Bye. Bye.